Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was a slow news week, but Sony proved once again that it can still make news in the wrong way. <clears throat> Seems to be the trend lately. Sony's like, oh, we had a successful last generation. This generation's looking good. Let's start making all the bad decisions. All of them. We got a lead. Let's end that. Let's just pivot and become villains. Exactly. We got a lead. Microsoft's looking pretty strong. Time for us to just, just sandbag it. Fuck it all up. Just give it up now. Don't even try to compete. <clears throat> Let's just move on. Move next on. Gen, next gen. <laughs> move on. To the Gamers Do Podcast. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique your interest. Peak. Peak. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe just start saying the intro like the uh, stipulations on the ad reads. Or like the drug facts at the end or whatever. Oh. Try to do it as fast as possible. I'm not. I would not be good at that. It'd, it'd be a mix of do it as fast as possible, but also find something that would logically make sense to wedge in. Like results may vary. But yeah. Please see your doctor if you've experienced more than <laughs> more than normal headaches for listening to Please Matt. Please see your doctor if you have an erection that lasts more than six hours. Yeah. <laughs> Call me if it's under four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you coming back, Max? Nope, Myron Taylor. Cat watch. Cat watch update. Walked away. All right, never mind. Good update. <laughs> Typical cat maneuver. As expected. As the cat cards dictate. Ah. What a life. To be a cat? To be uh, alive. Unfortunately. mm, There's a lot of contradiction in that same sentence. (laughs) Uh, Should we just go to new releases then? Yeah. Say, you know, if I had a life and I could play video games, what could I play this week? You could play games like Endzone, a world apart, distant places DLC. You could also play another DLC called Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. Or, and Matt, this is right up your alley. Third game of the week, Tennis Manager 2022. Yeah, I got your management for you of tennis. Don't play on the Switch. Because it doesn't register half the time. <clears throat> but once Matt's your manager, he'll fix all that. He'll train you. Ooh. He'll become one with the Switch. Ooh. Number four, Curious Expedition 2, Shores of Tashi DLC. 
Deadcraft for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Mm, hey, Endzone made it to PlayStation 5 and Xbox. All right, I already talked about that. Number seven, Eternal Threads for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number eight, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Congratulations, you made a release. True. Now everyone's going to forget about you. You were in the list of things we didn't believe were actually real. Number nine, a Piku for the PC. Number 10, Cotton Fantasy for the PlayStation and Switch. Number 11, Dolman for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number 12, The Endless Summer Search for Surf for the PC and the Xbox. Such thrilling new releases. <clears throat> I, I, for one, was enthralled. There's no need to be disrespectful, Matthew. It's just been a spectacular year for new releases. Well, glorious. They haven't delayed most of them until next year or anything. Yeah. Sniper yeah. release next week. True, true. Number one, Sony. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for number one. All right, go for it. You do you. I'm here for the ride. Those are horses. And they're gone. All right. Horse, of course. Number one, Sony Corporation is doubling down on its commitment to go green by accelerating its environmental deadlines. In a new statement spotted by Eurogamer, Sony now plans to achieve a, quote, zero environmental footprint, end quote, by 2040, 10 years before their original commitment of 2050. In doing so, they announced that, hey, you can buy new plastic uh, outside cases from us. Maybe they're recycled plastic. I doubt it. Maybe they're biodegradable plastic. They should have been terrariums. Turn the PlayStation on its side and you can build like a terrarium. Yeah, that, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Or like, I don't know. What could you use the heat for? Some sort of heat exchanger or something like that? And do some weird, weird shit. I, listen, man, I don't know what case modders have done to the PlayStations. I assume some Nothing, because they probably still can't get them. Uh, speaking of Sony, uh, Sony is reportedly planning to do- donate over one hundred thousand dollars to reproductive rights charity, and yet, and and <laughs> yet, <laughs> and, and yet, not only will it not announce this publicly, it is apparently preventing any of its internal studios from making a statement regarding abortion rights. Bungie came in with the big fuck you and made a statement anyway in support of abortion rights. So yeah, it's fun. You know, more more fun topics to deal with this week. To get to get the people riled up, hating on each other. I mean, they, yeah, <laughs> just a lot of uh, people just spitting back and forth to each other. It's like, all right, well, I guess yeah. that's what we're gonna we're gonna do this week. Is just, uh, sir, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't agree with you. I do not acknowledge you as a human being, Jim Ryan. Relax over there. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have I don't have anything else really on that because I I haven't seen I haven't seen the official letter either. It's just the thing. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know if we. I'm not saying that what is coming out is wrong. Yeah, I just want to see the actual letter. Yeah, like what do you what do you mean the letter from Sony or yeah yeah yeah. yeah. the internal letter from Sony that this apparently leaked out of yeah but nobody leaked the entire letter. Like here's just the email. Yeah, I think I think the majority of it comes from uh what's his face's statement as well that was just kind of like 
we're not going to talk about this. And then he talked about like his dog and his cat or something like that. Like he was like, it was just kind of like a, I don't know, cringy. And then Bungie yeah. being Bungie and being like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay we're not owned by anybody anymore. And we're going to keep delaying our own games. <laughs> Come on. Settle down, Bungie. Go back to work. Uh, Bungie. Number three, the parent of a Hearthstone player has proposed a class action lawsuit against Blizzard with complaints about the game's randomized card packs. The complaint argues that Hearthstone's card pack system, which operates on the loot box model, deceives players, especially young people. They argue that the game did not disclose the odds regarding what they might receive, claiming that they, quote, almost never received any valuable cards, end quote, and that the miner was unaware they could not get a refund. Interesting. Don't know where that one's going to go. Now, the funny thing is I believe the last sentence because I don't think most miners consider refunds during their purchasing no. of addictive things. No. Uh, I mean, there's several I, mistakes I, Come on, man. This cocaine, this cocaine is no good. Can I get a refund? No. Yeah. Why was your credit card attached to the account? Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Why do they have access to your uh, forms of payment? I'm not... Again, I'm not saying that the... Um, I think we can that, agree. Like, the issue itself is good. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they should have, as I've said with all loot boxes forever, you need to have the odds out there. Like, it needs to be visible and that, all those things. Like, they should be presented at all giving times. And, you know, whatever. But, you kind of fucked up. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, maybe a parenting mistake, you could say. Um. I think we can all agree that most miners uh, don't have a solid concept of money. So, you know, and some adults don't either, which is... That's true. There's I have met those adults. Um, the other part that I, I was kind of hoping was in this story, but it's not, is the amount of money that got spent. How much did the kids spend before it became an issue? Like, did they see a car a charge for five hundred dollars randomly onto their credit card or something? And be like, what did he buy? Or was it like, you know, five grand? Or was it five dollars? How stingy is the parent? Five dollars, you beat your kid. My assumption, <laughs> my <laughs> assumption is, it's I'm a just parent. Saying, there's a level. It's a couple hundred dollars. It's a parent who really has also doesn't have a good concept of money, as in like they probably could eat it very easily, and they're well, just with, while managing some other things better type of thing. No, not even that. Just like I'm assuming the the people who started a class action lawsuit is like you know they make I don't know they're like middle class, like solid middle class, like they make over one hundred fifty thousand a year or something. Is like that, that middle? Yeah. Middle class is way bigger than you think it is. I'm not saying it's not bigger than I think it is. I think that if that's the middle of middle class, I am poor and in the lower class. We are the lower middle class. Like. Like barely. Yes. (laughs) Like barely middle. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I think it's just like probably a, a, um. 
pride thing at this point, maybe. Not that they wouldn't have a case, and not that some of the practices are wrong, but who knows? It's another one to stack on the list. Yeah. Listen, if they go try them in Belgium, they'll have a better chance than trying them in the U.S. For sure. Know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I am picking up what you're putting down. Number four, Electronic Arts has reportedly laid off up to 100 employees at its Austin office. According to Kotaku, which has access to internal EA emails, affected departments include customer services and particularly employees supporting FIFA 2022's FIFA 22's live operations. In an internal email, VP of Customer Experience, Joel Nutson, <laughs> I'm assuming the K is silent. What, you think it would be Knutson? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Joel Nutson said that. Uh, he also He would also be proposing redundancy at staff in similar jobs at EA Galway. Uh, which focuses on customer support for Europe. An anonymous source told Kotaku, um, also said, talking to uh, Kotaku, (laughs) oh my God, I'm like just all over the place tonight. (laughs) An anonymous source talking to Kotaku also said that these redundancies come after repeated complaints from both EA Austin and Galway, 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 whatever, offices about annual salary increases being too low giving the example of a 10 cent hourly raise. Now, I got a couple questions. Are are they requesting repeated Okay, so they were they were requesting raises and were given a 10 cent hourly raise. Yeah, I kind of interpret it as they got yearly raises and it was 10 cents and they're like, what the fuck is this? But fair, either or fair question, either or I'd have that question. Yeah. Like, uh, no. Hello, sir. Yeah. Sir, please. Can I have some more? <laughs> like didn't EA just have EA just had like a huge year too. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it made more, more money than its raises and just microtransactions in FIFA alone. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to corporate America. I think in the last quarter, it made like... Was it the last quarter or the last year, it made like $5 billion in microtransactions? Last year. Yeah. Nah, listen, man. You only get 10 cents. Fuck you. 10 cents. Best I can do is tree pity. (laughs) Tree pity. And that's like... For your department. Yeah. (laughs) Split it up amongst the 35 of you. Fight to the death. Yeah, too. We have two new openings <laughs> for rapid expansion. <laughs> Snap the pool cue in the between them and let them fight. Oh, man. I haven't had a Joker reference in a while. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Did you watch the Batman yet? No, I keep forgetting. But now that I've kind of stopped rating in a while, I probably have time. Yeah, my, yeah I'll have time now. Number five, the City University of what? City University of New York has funded and launched a bachelor's degree program in digital game design, the city's first public games-adjacent qualification. 
It aims to provide college students in the city with a public and affordable option to pursue a career in the games industry. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said that the program aims to reach over 1,000 students in the next three years, or 0.000006% of the people in New York City. Uh, It also hopes to diversify the gaming field and boost the city's presence as a hub for game development. Let's let's find out how close you are. I, how many say? how many zeros did I say? I think you said five. I think you said five, three. Z- three zeros. Point oh, zero 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 six. Point zero 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 six. So one ten thousandth. Yeah. Or six ten thousandth. So all right. Well, I guess let me start by looking up population of. Uh, oh yeah, I gotta look those up too. Population of New York City is probably like twenty three NYC. Uh, the current metro area population of New York City in 2022 is 18.8 million. Okay. So, where's my calculator? 18, no, I don't want to point there. What, what percent is 1,000? Times point zero 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 six. You said, how many zeros did you say? You said three, so it would have been. How, I think you, it was I zero feel, zero zero. I feel like it was more than three, though. Okay. I feel like it was probably four zeros and then a six. All right, we'll say four zeros. So eighteen point six million times point zero 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 six. So four zeros. Yeah, four zeros and then a six. If you said five zeros, you'd probably be spot on because four zeros is eleven thousand. Somebody, somebody, track that back. If I said six zeros, I, or sorry, if I said five zeros, oh, we need our research department to five zeros would be eleven hundred. <laughs> Please tell me I said five zeros. Oh, I need to know. Well, we'll go back after we record this. I need to know what's what's the time. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. I'm gonna make a mental note of that. Uh, cool to see, but uh, you know, I guess it's another one. I guess it's another one. I didn't know SUNY it's, IT it's, it's is a, a game design. Yeah, uh, they got one program. a couple a couple of years ago. Um, it's it's good to see, even if it is uh, a tiny tiny amount of people. Where yeah. I feel like it should probably be ten thousand would be more acceptable. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, who knows how big? I don't know how big this college is or university or whatever they're calling themselves these days. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, it says the city university, so you figure that out. All right. I guess I'll look Google. I'm, that. <laughs> I'm more. I'm more confused by the name than I was by my <laughs> potentially amazing math. Uh. All right. Number six. Uh, Ubisoft announced that will bring its Ubisoft Plus service uh, to PlayStation. Quote in the future. Uh, the service includes more than 100 games from the publisher, including its latest titles and add-on content. It is already available on PC, Stadia, and Luna. Uh, and an Xbox launch was announced in January, but like the PlayStation arrival, it remains undated. In addition to the future arrival of the full Ubisoft Plus offering, Ubisoft also said it will incorporate a smaller version of the service into Sony's PlayStation Plus subscriptions. PlayStation or <laughs> fucking pluses, man. Ubisoft Plus Classics is a selection of the publisher's titles that will initially be bundled with PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium subscription tiers. 
Ubisoft's whoring itself out. It is. It's probably with the only nothing, way. With nothing new. No, with, all yeah. this, with its same old, old raggedy body <laughs> that it's been trying to whore itself out with for the last three years. Hey, kids, you want some Skittles? <laughs> Basically. Oh, it doesn't God. have it doesn't it hasn't picked up the new windowless fun van or anything. It's just I don't even know. So they're putting their games on they're putting their existing games on everything. On everything. They're not releasing a new game. You know what bothers me about this? Ooh. Is outside of the obvious. Okay. It really drives home the point that all of their games are going to be free to play coming out pretty much yeah or at least kind, they'll all be roughly like open world or battle passy or yeah. whatever yeah they're gonna have alt- alternative forms of uh income income yeah alternative income is what yes. they call that nfts alternative income <laughs> <laughs> i want to physically vomit so yeah, Ubisoft, uh not long for this world, I think, unless they get some up and coming let's go THQ Nordic game director or something who's like really gung ho and wants to prove a point and comes out with some masterpiece game. Could you imagine <laughs> the young hotshot of the of the yeah. video game world? The next <laughs> generation Kojima. Yeah, either that, <laughs> Todd Howard. Yeah. They had a baby, and here he is. Oh. So. What would that be? Ugh, I don't know if that'd be good. Hideo Howard? Be weird. Double H's? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that that guy exists, and he's the next, he's the second coming of Christ for video games. Yeah. And he just walks into Ubisoft, basically says, what's up, fuckers? Fires everybody, and just says, get everything out in the next five minutes, because we're starting new, and we're merging all this shit together. I'm done waiting. Here comes Division in Ghost Recon. In what it is like, nope, no longer multiple franchises. We're doing one, one franchise to rule them all. They're all the same. And then we're gonna have a DLC where we bring in Riders Republic and all the guys from the Division agents just riding down the mountain <laughs> on a bike because he's like, whatever, we like that. Nobody cares anymore. We're not having different games. We're having the true Ubisoft metaverse. One game, one everything. I mean, lock it up, shut it down. We're going home. Ubisoft's probably the closest to the metaverse. They're like a, a fucking light switch away from just turning all their games into one, on putting one game all their games on one server. Put everything onto one one thing, and then you can actually have the argument where NFTs for you aren't a rug scam, which they currently are. Yeah, because then it would actually all be in the one game, not which is the purpose of. Never mind. Not getting into not getting into how NFTs work and don't work. How they should work and how they don't work. <laughs> yeah. Number seven. A patent application by Microsoft has surfaced that hints the platform holder is seeking a way for Xbox owners to access digital games if they can prove they own a physical copy. In short, the idea seems to be that if a user places a game disc in one device, examples uh, including an external disk drive or an older Xbox console, this would validate the user's access to its content and enable it to be played on a second device, for example, a digital X only Xbox Series X. Uh, call me intrigued. Call me icy. Scam City. Scam City. Yeah, I mean, that pa- obviously, 
you know, normal they, statements they would hold true. It's a patent application. It doesn't necessarily mean that anything's coming based on it. It, it. What would end up probably happening is that they would probably write something to the disk, seeing how they wrote the disk to be. And they'd probably just write an appendage to it that says, like, this is locked to this ID, mm-hmm. and then rewrite, like, you choose your hardware to put it on, and then they just pair them. And then the, if you so if you took a friend's disk and did that, and then handed it back, your friend would be screwed and couldn't play it. Yeah. Yeah. Which that would be, would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I understand what they're going for, but without those types of protections, you could easily just get around it. Yeah, for sure. Unless they only implemented it for, like, something weird, for, like, games they didn't give a shit about, like, really old classics that they don't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anymore. All right, number eight. Square Enix detailed the business strategy behind the sale of Crystal Dynamics, Edios Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Uh, Among its objectives, Square Enix said that the sale of the studios will help it, quote, optimize its resource allocation, end quote, so it can develop titles that better appeal to, quote, customer needs while simultaneously bolstering its profitability, end quote, which could be seen as a hint to Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers missing sales sales targets in the past couple of years. The Japanese company aims to transform its portfolio by accelerating investment in focus fields, such as blockchain, AI, and cloud-based services. It also mentioned the objective of, quote, better aligning overseas publishing functions with the organization in Tokyo, end quote adding that it wants to, quote, maximize worldwide revenue from future titles launched by group studios in Japan and abroad by revisiting its existing governance structure and reporting lines in advancing integrated group management, end quote. That was the whole slew of corporate mumbo-jumbo. Square Enix said that to reach these objectives, it intends to strengthen its IP ecosystem, most notably by establishing new studios and doing mergers and acquisitions, but by creating new IP as well. So, before Square Enix is two paths. One leads down the dark side, one leads down the light. If they take the light side path, they trim the fat, they reset, they start doing their their Japanese-focused IP and everyone's happy and there's, you know, wine flowing and champagne bursting through the airs and naked people having orgies all over the place. I don't know. Whatever you people are into. Is this Rome again? (laughs) Exactly. There's this crazy anime on Netflix. It's this Roman uh, bath designer who gets teleported, like, through time. And all he does is, like, check out new bathrooms and is, like, blown away by them. Uh, that's an anime. That's an anime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, the dark side is this whole, you know, going down the bad side of the whole blockchain, AI, cloud-based services stuff that we know can be temptation from all these weird companies one could say it could corrupt absolutely yeah yeah power corrupts absolute power power corrupts corrupts. absolutely Absolutely. the words to live by or neglect or neglect and you know make a ton of money and depends how you want to live your life (laughs) 
do all sorts of terrible things, and there you go. Pile of money and answer to nobody. It it is interesting what their plan is. I guess yeah. give it three years and see what happens. Yeah, I feel like we're in that stage for a lot of companies right now. We're like, oh, we'll revisit this in three years and see where they stand. Yeah, there's there is a a lot of uh, like three year window. Ooh, what's going on over there? Oh, that looks like a train wreck kind of waiting to happen. Yeah. Let's, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> oh, looking at you, Ubisoft. They're like on a five year crash course from two years ago. Yeah, they're like mid like they're mid train wreck. They're mid tumble down the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're going around a corner on a train track, but half the train's tilted. Yeah. They're yeah. just on one set of wheels. Yeah, they're track drifting right now. Deja vu. But there's a tunnel coming, so mm, real dicey. Yeah, yeah, you either gotta you gotta <laughs> get on or get off. <laughs> Shit, get off the pot, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh god. Number nine, a VGC report is claiming that Konami is working on several entries in the survival horror series, and previous leaks also support this. Okay. On May 12th, Twitter user AestheticGamer1 shared four images that were allegedly from a new entry in the Silent Hill series. Shortly after he tweeted the images, they were removed for copyright reasons, adding fuel to the speculation that they were indeed what he claimed them to be. This same leaker also said there's multiple Silent Hill games in development. The VGC report corroborated this statement. The VGC report says that several of its sources, as well as notable video game insiders, have claimed that Bloober Team, the studio behind the horror game The Medium, are working on a Silent Hill 2 remake. This is seemingly backed up by the studio's own CEO, saying his team is working on, quote, another gaming project, another horror IP, with a very famous publisher. In an interview with GI.biz, in addition to a brand new Silent Hill game and a Silent Hill 2 remake, there is possibly one more Silent Hill game in development, an episodic story-driven narrative game. The VGC report was light on details about this facet of the Silent Hill news, floating studios like Annapurna Interactive and Supermassive Games as potential partners. Silent Silent Hill, Hill, Silent Hill, Silent Hill. Yeah. I don't uh, do the horror game thing. Did you ever watch the movies? The sound, the, yeah, I watched one of them. Two of them? One of them? I think I only watched one of them. I watched the one where the chick gets her skin ripped off and thrown at a church door. Yeah, Pyramid Head. Yeah, yeah, Pyramid yeah, Head. Yeah. Is yeah. that the one where she's also like floating towards the end with the barbed wire all going around? Maybe. Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. That's the one I, that's the two scenes I remember. Yeah. Yeah. wonder why. <laughs> Traumatic. I my girlfriend at the time had fallen asleep on me, and like I'm pretty sure she woke up during the scene of like the her getting the skin thrown off and thrown at the yeah, ripped off. Like, hey, what's up? Mm. About it. This is happening. This is a thing. And then we got pulled over, and the cops dragged her out of the car because they thought she was on fucking ecstasy because her pupils were huge. She was just crazy. That was just a thing. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then we, we were in Spencer's <laughs> Civic, and they made her dump her purse on his trunk, and he dumped. <laughs> She dumped her purse on his trunk, and he goes, hey, watch the paint. That's <laughs> uh, a very Spencer thing. Yeah. And we got pulled over because we were racing a Volvo station wagon. It was one of those turbo oh. seven. It fucking smoked us, dude. It was so yeah, fast. Those, those things are not to be trifled with. Yeah. So. They are one of the definitions of slow car fast. Oh, yeah. So there you go. There's a little snippet in the life of Matt Surway. Man, what a time. What a yeah. time. What a time to be alive had what I time. known you then. What a time. 
What a night. It turns, um, out, it turns out I knew you right <laughs> as you're settling down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Samantha I, I, has the same feeling. She's like, you used to be so, do all these fun things. And be, I was like, yeah, I don't know, dead inside, burnt out. Yeah, it was, it was literally like right as the whole the whole joke of, obviously, you guys have heard it, of him and I meeting. But like it was, that was the first time that we ever hung out outside of work. And then it just, every other time after that was just pretty tame for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. never any other excitement or craziness or anything. The craziest was like not even us. It was Dewey being passed out in my house or you know us just playing games or whatever but there was no shenanigans it was yeah. just typical the most shenanigans after that was boston yeah and the only reason that was even shenanigans is because we were drunk at 2 a.m outside of a 7-eleven yeah which which you tried to army throw a grenade moon pie against a building <laughs> building looked at me funny i'm not even i'm not even talking about the, the bar of the dancing or anything because that that drew enough attention but it was the it was the grenade moon pie throw that really sent me for the loop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it anymore. <laughs> oh, good terrible. Times. Yeah, Silent Hill. A lot of it. Any strong feelings? Not really, because I don't do the horror game thing. I don't either. I mean, like Dead Space is going to be the only thing that I. And I'm not even going to play that. But I, I'm going to. Silent Hill falls into the same category. Like I enjoy watching people play them. Mm-hmm. I just don't have any interest. Like. I myself wouldn't get entertained playing it. Like, not even from, like, a, ooh, too spooky angle. I would just be like, eh, whatever. I'm just kind of, um, whatever. I feel like do anything for me. I feel like that genre is going to be hot in the next couple years. Like, that's going to be one of those genres. Horror? Yeah. Maybe. Seems to be on the uptick recently. Mm, Gotcha. The upswing. The old upswing. Going to be the new hot thing. Everyone's going to be like, horror, yeah. That's how I get my jollies off. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Watching people get their skin ripped off. I thought we were going to do a, a double back for like pirates because Skull and Bones will be coming out. No, it's Ubisoft. They missed that boat completely. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Got him. Uh, you ever seen any of the Hellraiser movies? Speaking no. of people getting skin ripped off? No, I don't think I have. Okay. There's one where there's I like know, this like sculpture. I know I've quoted them. Okay. But, I, but I've never seen them. Because as typical with a lot of my references, I'm making references to a reference being made. So Hellraisers, like especially the later ones, are definitely movies that we could sit down and watch and just fucking tear apart. Okay. All right. But so there's mystery, one little mystery science theater three thousand Hellraiser. Yep. I mean, there's fucking a dude who is like he ha- he like has like uh CDs that he like shoots out of his mouth. Okay, I think that guy I've seen. Okay. Um, is Pinhead Hellraiser? Yes. Okay. Pinhead, that's yep. one of that's one of the references I yep. know to make. He pulls the pins out of his heads and yeah. there's worms on him and he sticks them through his hands and he fucking does this to a priest, smacks his Yeah. Head. Um, there's a sculpture in one of them. And that it's got like Pinhead in it or something like that. And it's made of all these like, you know, dead people that are like you see, you know, they're like you can see their faces coming out of it and stuff. And that sculpture eats people, obviously. And <laughs> obviously it's another scene of a chick getting her skin ripped off, you know, with that's barbed o- wire. That's, that's obvious. Yeah, with barbed wire. So there you go. Probably an homage or one way or the other. It's an homage. Yeah. Someone's homaging someone here. Yeah. There's always or people are just into getting their skin ripped off. It's I horror. It's yeah. always an homage. Yeah. Did you ever watch? It's not horror, but I don't know why. It just made me think of this. Did you ever watch Constantine? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on. It's just, they just put on HBO Some, Max. Something about it just made me think of like i don't know if it was the whole hell thing or whatever maybe i i actually enjoyed constantine i thought it was decent it was the buff in it forget that shot of the buff was in it so did you where the hell is he in he's the he's the kid that's like uh helps constantine like is constantly oh yeah he's the one that he is trying to help him with the first one when he they go to the house with the lady in it yeah yeah and then there's like a deleted scene, or I don't know if it's a deleted scene, or he's like an angel at the end, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an yeah. yeah. Because he like gets killed by Satan. I don't remember. Something happens. I don't fucking know. Movie's insane. Movie is insane. They should do a sequel. Yeah, it'd just be like it'd be John Wick. But that's it's I was just gonna say, it's like, angels and demons meets John Wick. Yeah, I don't think Keanu Reeves knows how to play anything other than John Wick now. Okay. Which is, you know, it's whatever. It's fine. It just means that you can't make Matrix 4. Oh, wait. Fuck. Yeah. They did make that. Which he was basically John Wick in that, too. Yeah, but he Once was... Once he got going. But he was... Ba- he was... Yeah, exactly. He didn't get going until... There's two fight scenes in the movie. That's true. That's a good point. And he's not really doing anything in either of them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, tangent. What are we on to? Oh, snap. Kodor. Crackle. Pop. I could go for some Rice Krispies. Because they banged your wife. Oh, sorry. That's a, a Bo Burnham reference. Ah. To the center for fictional characters? No. Rehabilitation of fictional characters? Mm-hmm. Tony the Tiger's there. Easter Bunny's there. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Keebler Elf. Mm, I think I kind of have like weird inklings of this. Santa, Tony, can you guys please stop? No, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, something, something. Oh, snap, crackling, pop, ha, ha, ha. Get it? Because they banged your wife. 
<laughs> <There's>, it's <laughs> chalk that up for things I need to play for you after. <laughs> we gotta check the zero count. I gotta play you the rehabilitation of fictional characters. Uh, number ten, Saber Interactive is working on the Star Wars Kotor remake with Aspire. A board member said, um, of "What I what that should say." Um, I guess it does say later. Uh, an Embracer Group board member said the following during Embracer's latest financial call. Quote, Aspire has gone full in to make this the best game they can make. When we acquired Aspire, we knew that this, that we knew from the start that they would require our assistance. We're fully confident that the game is going to be fantastic, but it's a massive product, and massive products require a lot of effort and a lot of time to make good. Uh, nice Little Republic remake will be a timed console exclusive on the PlayStation Five. I don't know if we knew that prior. That was gonna be a timed exclusive on. No, I don't think we did. I feel like we knew. Well, I think. No. I think we kind of thought that might be the case because it was on a PlayStation showcase. But yes, but we didn't know for sure what the. Yeah. So we do know for sure now that it's. Going to be a timed exclusive, uh, multiple studios working on it, and uh, it's not going to be done anytime soon. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. So, I think it's going to be a hot minute. Yeah, it's going to be a bit, say. which is crazy to me because I kind of thought that this was the one that they were going to try to get done quick and leave time. Like, I thought it was going to be fall in order, end of this year, or whatever they're calling it, Jedi Survivor or whatever. End of this year, beginning of next year, which doesn't seem to be the case. And then Kodor soon after that, and then we'd get the rest of them. But it seems to be that they're all going to be a long time. Yeah. Like a long, long time. Maybe this one, 2024, but... Potentially in a galaxy far, far away? Yeah. A long time ago. In a galaxy Galaxy far, far far away. away. Naboo was under an attack. (laughs) (laughs) He goes full boss ass. Misa no think you should do that. (laughs) Uh, Misa jaw jobbing? Dude, fucking... I was watching, uh, like, interviews and stuff like that that that, uh, Ewan McGregor was doing and Hayden Christensen from the Kenobi show. For the show. And Ewan McGregor said that um, out of all the Star Wars characters, uh, Jar Jar would be the one he'd want to see again and like work with again. I mean, his heart was in a good place because he said he enjoyed working with the actor who played him. Yeah, I'm at best. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he was like, I really like working with him. I like to, you know, I'd like to work with I him. I feel again. like there, if we ever got to see true, like behind the scenes, just full behind the scenes videos, it's just them fucking around. Oh, it's yeah. Ahmed Best not breaking character and just being Jar Jar on set the entire time, to which certain people hated, and Ewan's like, fuck, I fucking love this. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> and he's just out, he's at like the refreshment table, like, Misa needs some more water. And they're like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Jar Jar. <laughs> no one's calling him Ahmed anymore, it's just Jar Jar. And, he, and Ewan's like, he said needs water. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just playing it up the entire time. Jesus. Love it. Uh, number 11. Some 
COD Modern Warfare 2 footage has leaked online. This snippet appears to be from a multiplayer match, and it shows someone reloading and then inspecting a weapon. Oh, this is supposedly a new feature in the upcoming Call of Duty game. It's true, except you can kind of inspect weapons in the last two games. Yeah, what's uh, the point? That was uh, like a... So you can actually, like, if you put skins or whatever on it, you can actually like see it where prior in prior games or whatever, you know, in uh, yeah. the evolution of less customizations, you'd be like, cool, I have that skin, but you wouldn't like really be see able it, to kind of check it out type of thing. Yeah, who's doing that in the middle of a game, though? Oh, you know, listen, man, you want to do some Twitch highlight reels, you kill somebody, then you look at your gun. Uh, it's all the about thing. the clips. I'm out of touch. It's all about the TikToks and the zip zips. Out of touch, out of time. That is a reference that I don't know. That's a song. Was uh, it Boys to Men? Out of Time uh, or Out of Touch. Out of Touch by uh, um, Hall of Notes. That'd be why. I don't know much Hall of Notes. There you go. I probably only know one song and I couldn't even tell you what song it is. That's cool. Probably just whatever their most popular one is. Maybe. I, I actually like them. I don't know why. They you get also like, you like, also like Coheed and shit. Cambria? No. Oh, all right. I was just going for other two name bands <laughs> of, so, you... <laughs> of someone and someone. Simon and Garfunkel was the next answer. <laughs> I'll take some Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, how you feeling about Modern Warfare 2? Care? Don't care? I'm, it's I'm more intrigued. COD. It's, it's, again, yes, you're right. It is more COD. Uh, but basically what I expressed in the group chat, mm-hmm. uh, if they don't fix the bugs that existed before, which they never fixed, if they don't fix them again, I'm not playing it. So... That's coming out this year, correct? That's the idea. Did what did anything come out last year? Uh Vanguard. Vanguard. Whatever happened to the bi biannual? What happened to that? I thought that was gonna be a thing. Fuck it. Okay. They pulled the Assassin's Creed move. They did. They took they two, went, hey, we're gonna take two years off. Psych. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> You're gonna buy it anyways, you Because the idea loser. the idea beforehand was to get a modern warfare. Uh, Warzone season, mm-hmm. and now it's like now we're just gonna give them Modern Warfare two, and everybody's like, "Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got okay, I guess so, because Vanguard didn't sell well, but Jesus, oh man, like, all right, we're gonna take two years off. What do you mean it didn't? Sell I feel well? like Fuck. they're like, oh man, our sales aren't as good. We should take two years off, and then like Battlefield comes out, new Battlefield, and it's like fucking terrible, and they're like, well, we're not as bad as Battlefield. Yeah, we could do another one. I feel like it was it was a it was a it was a mix though. I feel like what probably actually happened was Vanguard came out, didn't sell well. They watched Battlefield come out, didn't sell well. But they're like, we don't need to make another one. Like, they're they're both doing terrible. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Let's take time and refocus. And then it continued to just lose money. Like it it never even hit a stable thing. It just always went down. And they're like. Break glass, Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will get us over the hump. Just do it again. Oh my God, our profits aren't going to be up twenty percent. We're gonna have. We gotta come out with a new game. Bunch of hoes. Yep. All right. Now for the short stuff. Short round. Short round. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Uh. <laughs> Saudi Arabia is watched public- that movie the other night. Yeah? Or like two, a couple weeks ago. I was mm-hmm. waiting for a raid, and I was just laying on this sofa trying not to fall asleep. So I threw on a Temple of Doom on the... Nice. I 
I see it pop up on streaming services, and I'm like, oh, I should really watch that. That'd be good. I just have the the file. Yeah. As the kids say. Yeah. And I was like, man, I have not seen this movie in, in all the way through in a long time. Yeah. Temple I forgot how bad some of the shots are. Temple of Doom. Are they bad, some of them? Yeah. Know. Well, it's the typical just like old fight scenes. Oh, where, yeah. Where you get to some spots and you're like, oh, my God, this is bad. It looks yeah. like the throne room in, in episode eight. <laughs> Why is he stopped and waiting? Oh, all right. <laughs> That's right. He's he's an extra who's about to die. And just some of like the weird CGI. So they're lowering the people into the pit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like that part is obviously full CGI, but like they, you can tell it's clearly not a real person that are lowering in front of this. Speaking of bad CGI, did you see the She Hulk trailer? No. Oh boy. Ooh, did, did you boy. hear? Did you hear the rumors about that? No. Apparently, uh, in test groups, they kept saying make her smaller, like make her, th- you know, thinner and skinnier. I'm like, it's She-Hulk. Yeah, it's She-Hulk. Let her go nuts. She looks like fake, like plastic. Does the CGI is terrible? Oof. All right. Uh, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund has taken a five percent stake in Nintendo. Oh my God! The skull. The skull. The sky is falling down. Uh, Epic Games said it will be releasing the Unreal Editor for Fortnite later in 2022. I'm intrigued. The next-gen version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is planned for release in Q4 of 2022. I don't care. Embracer is reporting a loss of $431 million from last year. I'm no accountant, but I believe acquisitions ate a little bit into their bottom line. Not worried about it. They're fine. Yeah, they don't give a shit. With 140 games coming, they'll make it up. Yeah. You when... can't not. There's nothing but ups. Yeah. Nothing but profits and projected wins. Yep. Put me on their financial board. All I do is just draw charts that do this. <laughs> With the... Yeah, yeah. I just put a couple up-down lines in to make it yeah. look like it's real. Yep. Everybody knows you can't have a financial chart that's just a flat line. <laughs> that's fake. <laughs> fake news. I see that you're lying to me. Puts one squiggle in. You're speaking the truth. This guy's a genius. Uh, <laughs> Absolute legend. <laughs> TikTok has been running tests in Vietnam for users to play games through its app. Game one. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Uh, Sony Santa Monica Studio has revealed the accessibility options that will be a part of the upcoming God of War Ragnarok. The game will ship with over 60 accessibility options. Hell yeah. That is shit we take as victories and celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't like what they're calling accessibility options, though. Here because, we like, go. I hear accessibility options, and I think, you know, like colorblind modes and stuff like that. And things that allow people to play the game that wouldn't normally be able to play the game. They're including things like auto sprint. Um, what was the other one I saw? Like things that like are gameplay changes that just make the game like easier. And I don't know if that's necessarily like, I know. So I know what you mean because there is a line I draw as well. Yeah. Auto sprints, not one. Yeah. There's like a weird gray area there. Auto, where you're auto like, sprints, uh, not one where I'm like, whatever, because it's that. usually for me as, as somebody that doesn't use accessibility settings for the most part. Yeah. Auto sprint, something I, objectively usually always want off because you could turn it on in the division now i'm pretty sure yeah. but like it usually ends up causing more issues yeah um 
but there Horizon, are Horizon had the good exa- a good example. So like in their accessibility options was uh it auto highlighted all the climbing places. Yes, and then I believe there was also auto mantling. Yep, auto mantling. Like if you were not climbing but like mm-hmm. jumping over a fence or something. Yeah. Which again I had to turn off because I accidentally started jumping over fences yeah. and I didn't want that. Yeah, cuz you jump you just auto mount th- Yeah. Auto mount things and fall off. And it was like, okay, that's it's that w- they had a good example of it and it's part of what um what I wish more had and Horizon can kind of get away with it a little bit more than got a work in. But if you're going to do a lot of these things, just drop in the story difficulty setting. Yeah. Like do Make the fights trivial and just they're there for the story. They're there for the story. Don't even bother. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there is the part of, well, why do you care how somebody plays a game? Now, I I agree with the sentiment, not the result. Because what ends up happening in this, and it, I don't know, it's it's a pride thing, but it's not. Because for me, if I, without any changes at all, be Elden Ring. First mm-hmm. off, I'm insane. Yes. For multiple reasons. One, Nate sat down and played a Dark Souls game. Two, Nate beat a Dark Souls game. Is Nate depressed? Like, three things you need to ask <laughs> yourself. But then, so without any changes, I beat it. And then somebody comes in and says, oh, hey, you beat Dark Souls? Oh, yeah, me too. I beat it in probably like four hours or whatever. I was playing, you know, but they don't quantify or they don't qualify that with, I was playing on the easiest difficulty and just slammed until the last boss and never even had any issues or anything. And I'm like, yeah, I probably spent 72 hours going through and like doing everything and like leveling up and whatever. But I'm like, it, some people need those accessibility things. Sure. I get that. Mm -hmm. But there's just a part of like, well, at what point are you, it's hard because it's not something that affects me directly. But at what point are you as the person? Because you're paying the same price I am. Yeah. You're paying $60 each of us or $70, I guess, depending on, you know, if it's a PS5 game now. But so you pay 70 and you get four hours out of it and you complain that it wasn't good, but you've had all the accessibility settings on. I paid $70 and got 70 hours out of it and loved every second of it. If you're paying seventy dollars and you're only getting that, you're getting a shorter time out of it just because of how you play. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if that's worth it for you anymore. Yeah, there's that weird factor in there to where it, it can skew your opinion of the game if you like abuse the accessibility options. Like if you like, uh, I the one example I always fall back on is I think it was Half Life or Fallout Three. Where, like, I wanted to play the game, I didn't have a lot of free time, so I basically turned on God Mode and just sprinted through the game. Right. And obviously, I got done with the game and was like, that wasn't really enjoyable. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of that you effect. you end up playing, like, Walking Simulator yeah. and just dominate, yeah. and it's like, well. Yeah. So, I don't know. A conversation. Like, for me, for me, I enjoy turning something like that on if it, if something becomes an issue or I get stuck or whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. all right, I need to get through this and go back onto the next thing. So I have done it in multiple times in Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed specifically. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a fight in origins. I think it was origins where he had to fight a guy that there were poisonous snakes around or whatever. 
and he had a poison blade and just if he touched you on normal difficulty and you were at a slightly lower level or whatever he absolutely destroyed you because mm-hmm. you had no i had no resistances or whatever and i was just getting wrecked so i just dropped it down the difficulty beat him then went back turned it back up and went about my day yeah turned it back up to normal i should say i wasn't playing on anything harder than normal but was just getting absolutely <clears> ruined <throat> and i was like i am not gonna go do five side quests right now to get past this to yeah. continue yeah, it definitely bothers me uh, because of the implications. Um, <laughs> because, like, tailoring some of that stuff, putting it into uh, the an, un, the accessibility umbrella, even though, like, literally you could say it's an accessibility thing, you're kind of, I don't know, you're almost devaluing the, the idea of beating a game the way it was intending to be beaten. But... It's a weird gray area, and you know, we're, yeah, I'm no we're lucky enough to like, you know, be able to be like, you know, not need those things, I guess. So, yeah, and even then, I've still turned some on. Yeah. Uh, developer Spiders has announced Greedfall Two: The Dying World, a sequel to its 2019 role-playing game Greedfall. Uh, they're saying it'll be out sometime in 2024. Don't know why the fuck you're telling us about it then. Uh, I'm gonna start just getting angry when we're people announce games too soon i started five years ago yeah. with skull and bones listen you just hate skull and bones which is am i wrong because the year after that i got to hate beyond good and evil too so do you sense a theme when skull and bones was initially announced i was like this is gonna be good and i hated it from the jump but for different yeah we hate that's it fair. We, they, we had they, we had all- normal Ubisoft reactions to games. Especially My for- normal reaction to an Ubisoft game, which has now changed, obviously. Your normal reaction to an Ubisoft game, specifically because of the sailing aspect. Which has changed, but it was specifically yeah. because I now, didn't want to Now game. our opinions have both morphed into, what the fuck are you doing, Ubisoft? This game is developing hell. There's no way it's going to turn out good. Yeah. Yeah. My specific thing with it was... They're like, yeah, you, you don't get off the boat. Like, you're just on the boat the entire time. And I was like, I'd rather die. <laughs> you're like, that sounds fucking terrible to me. Like, that's objectively, like, the worst thing you could have chose to do. Uh, and then they're like, you're right. We hear you. See you in seven years. Maybe. I'm, like, tortured by the fact that we, then, I saw the leaked footage, and it looked like Anthem. And like, even the footage that they were showing. Because you remember when you first saw Anthem, and you saw the person walking through, like, the market? Yeah, yeah, they were and walking then, through the tower. Yeah, and then like, was it called the tower? I don't think so. The tower was destiny. Yeah, re- it was like that little like yeah, yeah. Fort. But, but but it was yeah yeah it was the fort. And then like in the game, that's like literally there's only one little walkway and that's it. Yeah, they had the that's one what other it looked one, like. They had the one other one for like the there was the inn or the bar or whatever mm-hmm. that you only went down there if you had a quest. There was no other reason yep. to go down there. Which it's literally the footage. It's you could see right away. It's like oh, this is but gonna be kick- just like Anthem. But instead of getting in a suit, you're going to get in a fucking ship. Right. And the Anthem one was doubly worse because the demo was populated. The reality wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then when you got to the Javelin spot, it was entirely different as well. So it's like, oh, God, not again. It's like Captain Chris all over again. Raven's Cry. That's the name of that game. That I, I didn't show you that the last time either, after no. I brought up Captain Chris and the Funhouse videos of it. I'm no. pretty sure the game was called Raven's Cry, and I will find the clips of it afterwards. Because, oh, Captain Chris. Okay. 
uh, CCP Games has launched a cloud-based browser client for EVE Online called EVE Anywhere. I thought that was called Office 365. Which allows players to do whatever it is they do in EVE uh, through Chrome, Edge, Firefox, and Safari. Ben Studio confirmed that the what place... Did you just do that by opening Excel? <laughs> just like, you might play some EVE and do some calculations. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me uh, let me pull up the stock numbers here and then start doing some I want to know... I want to see the the battle station of you see every now and then the stock market battle stations pop up where there's about seven screens and it's all these stocks. Yeah, yeah. I just want one all that to be happening and then one screen to clear one to two screens clearly be Eve and Eve's like his trading for Eve. Yeah, I I want to see like population numbers for Eve online. Like, is it growing? Is it is it staying constant? Is it declining? Like, what's I, going on with Eve? I want the story of Eve online being the direct. Uh, reason for the downfall of El Salvador. Okay, all right. Do you get the joke? No. El Salvador puts all of its government money into like Bitcoin. Oh, okay. And Eve Online has a f- uh, famous thing of losing like a hundred thousand dollars in a war. Yeah, yeah. Of real money. Yep. So now have El Salvador build an army inside of Eve Online and then lose all their money. <laughs> all right. There you go. Uh, Ben Studio confirmed that the PlayStation Classic Siphon Filter will come with full trophy support when it launches on the revamped PS Plus. Speaking of Siphon Filter. Yeah, Siphon Filter. Right after you were talking about it the other day. Yep. Uh, Now I have uh, Pie in the Sky uh, fucking tinfoil hat theory that they're going to come out with. Like, why would they waste their time doing trophy? Yeah. No, no. Not not even why would you waste your time doing it. Why would you waste your time telling anybody? I know. It's weird. It's very weird. Mm, they're up to something. We got a rumor. Uh, <laughs> another great one. Uh, Red Dead Redemption remaster for the previous gen consoles, uh, it, as well as a current gen version of Red Dead Redemption 2, has been in the works for several months, which is interesting idea. But So basically, they're according Just, to the rumor, they're remastering Red Dead Redemption for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And then coming out with the next-gen version, or the current-gen version of Red Dead Redemption 2 for the PlayStation 5 and the Series X. I'm annoyed. Yeah. I'm annoyed that that's a rumor. And I'm annoyed, doubly so, that they're not just porting Red Dead Remastered into Red Dead 2 because we know it exists and half the character models are there. So just do that. And then you can put it in the same game. I'll pay you $30 for the DLC. Thank you very much. I'll play it on my PS5. Yep. I agree. I've said this from three years ago. I thought that was the plan. Like, why would you go through all the hassle of, like, mangoes? (laughs) There's literally, like, they literally put the whole fucking map from the first game in there. For like 20 minutes of gameplay at the end of the game. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. Mangoes. This is not the map you're looking for. Uh, and finally, according to Norman Reedus, Kojima is currently making a second Death Stranding. Mm, Apparently, Norman Reedus was doing some filming. Death Still Stranding? I don't. I didn't play the first one. I don't even know the first one. Got about four hours in and said, no. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> the same thing we did for Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. <laughs> Trend? I can't play Kojima games. Yeah. Same. 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 I mean, does the ending? I, I'm curious if the ending like leaves it open at all. I don't know. I don't even want to look it up. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I'd prefer to just be like, nope, no idea. That's fair. I mean, I, I really, I really don't care either. Yeah, I had no idea when it was out. I have no idea now. Perfect. Chalk it all up to, eh, eh. Whatever. Not, not for me. Anyway, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh, nothing exciting, really. I have this massive bruise on the inside of my thigh that I don't know where it came from. So that's you punch fun. yourself in the thigh. I don't think so. It's there's like a scratch in the middle of it too. Punch yourself with a weight in the middle of your thigh. I don't think so, but I don't know. I mean, it's adrenaline fueled. You'll never know. I could have like could have been that. I I have scratches on. There's like a scratch there somewhere. Mm. No idea. It's like three inches long. Yeah, absolutely no idea where it came from. But what can I say? You know. Um, I don't feel pain. Just emotionally. Yeah, I don't have anything exciting to report. All right, then. Uh, I finally got around to watching the final episode of Moon Knight. It was fine. That is also in my, like, I need to binge Moon Knight and Mando. Or, sorry, uh, Moon Knight and um, Boba Fett. Not Mando. Moon Knight's interesting. I liked it. Uh, that's, that's about it for me unfortunately so yeah what are you up to big berry on sleepy sleepy boy <laughs> it's a sleepy boy uh no it's just been uh been another week doing the show uh got the mower sent in to get fixed hopefully that comes back soon you heard back on what it was they're just kind of. I told them what I think it was, and they. I had them pick it up, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard anything like back yet. Or yeah, um, they picked it up the other day. Nice. I'm pretty sure, according to that uh, manual, there, the rod tie was the piece that popped off. Mm-hmm. And so when I told them, they're like, "It might have like rusted or something." Yeah. Like where where it should have been connected, it might have rusted apart. So we'll. You know, take a look at it, and I was like, "Yeah, and it won't start anymore." It's like, "Yeah, battery's probably dead." And I was like, "All right, cool, sounds good." Because I had to, I've had to jump it for like the last four years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, small batteries like that, I don't think last that long, anyway. So no, but I mean, that one's notorious for randomly just getting drained. Like, even if they replace it, and I have it, it might start for two more times, and then it won't start again. Need the old battery tender. I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a, a battery tender. You know, you. You hook you hook your you hook a battery up to it, you know it's like got to the got the two clampy nipple yeah. clamps. Uh huh. <laughs> you clamp it on the battery, you plug it in, and it just it trickle charges your battery so that it's always charged. Oh, it's like okay. a health thing for the battery. Okay, it just keeps it topped off. If you had said trickle charge, I would have got you. I know tender. I, I didn't. I didn't for some reason it didn't click to say trickle charge. Like I don't tricky know. dick, tricky dick nipple clamps. Oh, I'm not a crook. Tender. The, uh, the whole thing. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, yeah, so that's in. Hopefully get that back soon because, as you could tell, probably coming up, it's like already potentially needs another mow. Yeah. 
one of those one of those times where you like you mow the first time and it's like breaking the seal. Oh yeah, and then it's like, ooh, Look we can grow. Look at this. Look at this. Oh yeah. Oh, stretching out, reaching for the sun. Because I'm, I'm a sun, and I do that. I grow. I grow fast. Dandelions, ah, oh, like those. And it's like, oh god, damn, I gotta mow it all again. So many dandelions. Oh, for yard. sure. And I don't even want to mow it though, because gas is like five dollars a gallon right now up here, and yeah, <sighs> yeah. But hopefully, I get it back soon because I'll need to do the entire thing. I'll probably burn the shit out of myself again because I, you know, because I need to do the whole lawn this time. I can't do half anymore. You should. You should. <laughs> You should do the old umbrella thing and just like hook an umbrella up to your lawnmower. It, I should do that, but I should get one of the ones that is like a visor umbrella, where it's just over just <laughs> my head. <laughs> See, the image I had was um, like a beach umbrella. Oh yeah, was, like no, duct I know. taped to the lawnmower, but then you were also driving around in like for you know like a Roosevelt shirt and had like a cocktail with the, one of the tropical umbrellas yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, one of those and then I had just a, a white spotch on my nose yeah, of sunscreen yeah, yeah. just vibing like I was weekend at Bernie's mowing yeah. my lawn. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just yeah. chilling, just vibing. Uh, then we make yeah. it like your Tinder profile picture and watch well, the, the messages flood in. Yeah, of uh, nobody's. So the... <laughs> Uh, there's that, and then, uh, I guess officially, I don't know if this was true last time or not, uh, the WoW Guild has moved, I have gone back to my server, some have gone to the new server with them, some stayed, uh, the group still, like, exists, the Discord still exists, uh, but I, I have, I think, decided to stop for a while. Nate has gone on hiatus. Left the building. Um... Who knows if he'll return? I had a couple offers from some guilds to go mythic raid with them. And every time they came in, I just part of me was like, I'm not into it right now. Like, I just don't want to. Yeah. It's just the whole thing. Can't fight it. Like, I'll do dungeons and stuff still. I'll still do mythic plus at high end, you know, get push those or whatever. Cause those are, you know, fifth, anywhere from 20 to 40 something minutes. Mm hmm. Like, I can hop on, do one, do a couple, whatever. Just in and out. You're only with five people. Boom, done. The whole, like, 20 set up for three hours. And it's just like, uh, yeah, I, I do want to do that. But, like, I just don't have the, the patience right now to deal with it. So, I got I to gotta give myself, like, you a wanna, break. You want to do the rating. You don't want to do the, I'll got to figure out a whole other guild. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, cool. And I'm the new person into this other 19 people. What the hell's going on over here? What's this? What's that? I had a couple offers from some guilds that listen. Destroying guilds is a lot it's of a energy. It, you know, it takes a lot, a lot out of me. <laughs> it's hard work. Um, you got to set the right seeds. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I I had a couple guilds reach out, and I went and like quote interviewed with one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hated it the entire time I was interviewing with it, and I was like just doing it almost to be polite towards the end, and I was like, ah, nah, like I'm not gonna, I can't do this. So I, I messaged him in the middle of the week. I told him, like, I need a week to think about it. And I messaged him last night or the night before and said, honestly, I'm going to pull myself from consideration because I don't, I don't just, I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, there's always next expansion. There's next expansion. I might come back in like a month, just like fully give myself time away and be like, all right, let's, let's go back in. 
reset and try it again, uh, see what I can find. But in the time being, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. I'll let things go as they go and just kind of vibe. Uh, might work on like making a. Ser- I might, I might go to make a Discord server. And like practice, kind of making like a true one versus just ah, here's some channels and here's some whatever. Like, no, let's put the right bots in. Let's hide these channels. Let's like kind of build it correctly. Mm-hmm. And then I might just use Dead Albatross as the <laughs> as the template. Yeah, use that. Like, it's the Dead Albatross server, and then you know, kind of just <laughs> structure it how I think something like that should work. Because then, if I did decide to like make my own or whatever or lead another one at some point like i just have a template that i know works mm-hmm. uh i was doing stuff with like messing with my ui and week cores last night and like kind of pinning down how i kind of want everything to like look so if i just go from one character to everything's just there and mm-hmm. so it, it, there's a lot of like fine tuning and stuff that i'm doing to just like make things like look pretty and still be involved with the game because i don't, I don't want to stop playing i'm still having fun playing the game it's just that the rating aspect of it i'm kind of just like burned yeah or I, I don't know. I'm not burned of like the rating. I'm burned of, yeah. I guess I'm burned of the rating. Mm-hmm. The the people aspect of, yeah. The uh, the relationship side of rating. Yeah, it's just it's too much sometimes. Where I know that there's a couple of the guys that are doing raids right now that if they needed somebody they would just take me if I said I would go with them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like I just kind of don't want to right now. Yeah, it's fair. So that's where I'm at. That's fair. That is the plan. All right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else? Uh, nope. Got nothing. It's been twenty. I almost said it's been twenty days. (laughs) (laughs) It's been seven days, and in seven days more, you will hear from us again. So until then, bye bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.